1: Afternoon, how you doing? With well, evening, actually,
0: yeah. yeah, it's uh getting a little dark out here.
1: Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> how has your week been? Your July Fourth weekend been so far?
0: It is quiet and calm and peaceful in my house.
1: <laughs> no doubt, no doubt. So shoot, so so basically, you were telling me that you basically you ain't been to been this long.
0: No, and, I have not.
1: <laughs> and and you were telling me about your interesting beginnings. I must admit. Yeah. Um, so we gonna just jump right straight into it before I even do my 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 uh, schematics. Um, uh, what brought you to the business?
0: Um, well, I, it actually dropped in my lap last year, last March, right before the COVID lockdowns hit in March. Um, I got a job. Uh, offer for a local photographer to model for him for boudoir photography um, just so he could you know use the pictures for his business and that I'm a plus-size woman so it opens up his doors to other clients and it just happened to fall in my lap and then I got another offer so I just kept going with it and then I got such positive feedback that um, I started an OnlyFans page um, to show the more risque pictures that we took, since social media doesn't let us do that,
1: mm. and
0: yeah, and then it got positive feedback there, and I just kept going.
1: Oh, definitely. So, with that being said, let me do my let me do my usual, and we yeah. can get this thing really cracking. Okay. Gotcha. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Smokers Lounge here on Anchor, the perfect app for anyone who's trying to start their own podcasting career. All you have to do is download the Anchor app on your phone or get a profile on anchor.fm and start podcasting today and get distributed on multiple platforms. And you can start making money today, and it's free to set up. So go to Anchor, find it, the purple little symbol with the white or, I think, yellow or orange wave, and go ahead and start making money podcasting today. I am your host, Kavanaugh the porn rap star, the Southern champ, you know what it is. All you got to do is go to allmylinks.com backslash porn rap star, where you can find all my porn, listen to all my music, follow me on social media, as well as listen to and find all the places where my podcast is at also we are sponsored by the facebook of the ls community i'm talking about lsworld.com, the perfect place for anyone who's trying to start their life in the bdsm and swinging lifestyle so you can go there and get yourself a profile mingle with kink-minded people like yourself and even find events that you might could attend to start your journey in the lifestyle today we're also a proud member Of a GW District Black Podcast Network, multiple podcasts that give you the black experience. Plus, while you're there, you can go ahead and get some shopping done, as they have over 500 black retailers and sellers that you can pick and buy from. We talk about health, beauty, uh, books, you name it, they got it. All you got to do is go to shopgwdistrict.com. That's shopgwdistrict.com. Buy black, support black businesses, so we can build the black economy, so we can create generational wealth. Now I'm going to step back and let this wonderful lady introduce herself.
0: Hi, I'm Kat Phoenix, model from the Philadelphia area, and I'm here talking to Kavanaugh.
1: <laughs> so, when your first photo shoots, because you did photo shoots at yes. first before you even did any video, um, what type of photos were they, and and and, and you know, say, what was your feeling going into your gig?
0: Gotcha. I, um, it was boudoir type uh, photography. It was all lingerie and some tastefully done nude photography.
1: Uh,
0: okay. Yeah. Um, it was to help the photographer build his business, and I took the opportunity. Never mm. having this opportunity before, as I'm, I'm not exactly 20 anymore. I'm actually 41. So I uh, never had this opportunity growing up or in my 20s because
1: Mm -hmm.
0: we were always told growing up that big girls couldn't do porn, couldn't do modeling because we weren't the skinny rails that, you know, uh, everybody expected beauty to be.
1: Which is interesting because I was about to say that, but you being a BBW, how did it make you feel? Did did, did it build your confidence even more once you saw the pictures and you did the photo shoot?
0: Absolutely. I was, I'm pretty confident myself even before going into this. But this Mm -hmm. just gave me that extra boost to do it publicly, not just with Mm -hmm. my, you know, local partners here. It gave me that little bit of boost to go public with my body, which is Mm -hmm. something I would have never ever done until this modeling opportunity last year
1: okay so immediately after that well not immediately after that after you did you said a couple of gigs these was paid gigs aren't correct
0: well they were trade for print um,
1: Yeah,
0: yeah so it, it was like a 600 hundred dollar value that i got for free how
1: important is it to do a trade for print starting out
0: starting and, out and, it, it, it is, is. it's pretty important at least from what I'm learning because it builds your portfolio and gives you the experience of working with multiple different photographers, whether it be female, male, doesn't matter. It just gives you that experience of working with different people.
1: So what, so um, what made you decide, okay, I did pictures, let me move into video.
0: Um, It was actually, I posted most of the, the nude pictures on the OnlyFans when I started that page last September
1: because mm-hmm. you
0: can't post that stuff on social media. Yeah. And I didn't have a Twitter at the time. Uh, so once I did that I had, you know, private solo videos that I had in my you know collection already for my lovers that I have here. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so I just started posting those when I got positive feedback on the nude photos on my OnlyFans.
1: So what made you... What- who told you or pointed you in the direction to get an OnlyFans?
0: Well, I've been seeing it um, on some of the the models that I follow on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the, and I just started building from there when I started seeing how successful their OnlyFans was and how they mm-hmm. were doing it. I didn't really follow them, but I kind of went in that direction anyway by starting the page not knowing where it would go. I had no expectations of where <laughs> any of this were, was going to go.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so uh, of course, I mean, this business is been And this comes yes. from a guy that been in the business for close to well over two, two decades, excuse me, two decades. So when you was start doing it, the navigating of OnlyFans, like what did you find out from doing OnlyFans that helped you craft the content that you put on OnlyFans.
0: gotcha um i really went with more solo stuff because i saw that the terms of service on their site and some of the requirements for having partners on your videos and publishing them was a little too much for a solo creator like myself Mm -hmm. so and when i started seeing my fans react to different videos, whether it be I'm playing with toys, or I'm just, you know, using my hands, or just, you know, showing my whole body off in front of the mirror, I went with Mm -hmm. whatever my fans were demanding.
1: Now, with that being said, do you have any other platform that your stuff is on?
0: Well, with all this OnlyFans controversy going on, I have still an OnlyFans, (laughs) but not that I'm kind of, like, jumping ship here, but I am heading more towards just for fans. Mm -hmm. Um, So... Because they're run by sex workers. So I like yeah. the, where their page is taking things.
1: Okay, no doubt. So because the reason why I say that, because we're OnlyFans now heading to boot off sex workers. And even though girls are doing solo because of their terms, mm-hmm. they're eventually going to get booted off. So how important, you're finding out the importance of putting your stuff on different platforms. Explain how you're noticing how important that is now, when when you first got in the game.
0: Yep. When I uh, first got on Twitter, I'd say around November, I started seeing other platforms available, which I didn't know were available. Uh, Mm -hmm. And so from OnlyFans, in January, I started uh, many vids. Um, an MV page and I mm-hmm. did successful on there for a while but then mm-hmm. their terms of service started changing and started to become mm-hmm. more, more strict so I jumped ship there um, mm-hmm. and I also wasn't making as much as I could have been making on other platforms
1: mm-hmm. and, wh- and, and, and why did you feel that way
0: just the terms of service were getting too I don't want to say wordy but they were becoming more rigorous to deal with for a small creator like me for a big creator. I would say, yeah, they'd probably deal with the terms of service. I as a small creator, (laughs) I can't, (laughs) you know, I need to go where the money's going.
1: No, but see, here's the thing with you, with people, with with, with ladies like yourself must understand guys like me to be in the business actually the way they turn the business is turning away from producers. It's turning more towards solo creators Mm -hmm. even on the male side of things because they're asking us for paperwork that Mm -hmm. one, in the case of OnlyFans, fans understand they changed up the paperwork Yes So now you got guys who've been doing this for two decades Ain't no way in hell we're gonna find all the girls that we shot over the two decades to get you, you get what I'm saying Yes Exactly Exactly
0: why I'm not posting anything with, you know, the current lovers. They give me permission mm -hmm. to, you know, record stuff. But, you know, being able to track them down after a while, Mm -hmm. you know, becomes an issue.
1: (laughs) Now, the other thing of it is, hey, you ever thought about doing a model central, but where you actually where they give you a standalone site?
0: I am looking into that, actually. I'm looking at their terms of service, um, looking at what their payout is and uh everything and i'm getting ready to go to them it's just a matter of i haven't had the time in the mm. last couple of weeks well i started. well i
1: know there's supposed to be an interview or what have you but just because i'm a guy that love giving knowledge do that Yeah. the reason why so people can understand they're not worried about having a standalone site enables you to be able to move better because you they know whoever run that site is controlling the content that's going on there versus if you're on the X videos or a porn hub, whatever. Don't get it twisted. It's good to have those because the monetization of the videos.
0: Yes. And that, that's you know? another reason why I'm drawn to it. It's just I haven't had the time. <laughs> this yeah. seems to be getting busy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Most definitely. So so are you planning to do more Boy Girl?
0: I am with um my main partner uh, we're currently in a long distance relationship and once mm-hmm. my move happens to him um, then we will be creating content together he was mm-hmm. doing um, porn before in his 20s okay. years and years and years ago so he knows what the requirements are Mm-hmm. And he'd be comfortable with that.
1: So are you looking to work with other people besides him or just him? And if if it's just him, <laughs> please explain to the listeners why.
0: Okay. Um. Well, I have considered and I have been approached by several male, male creators. And as much as I want to, I just simply don't have the time to travel to other people, to have mm-hmm. them travel to me, setting up times to do it you know, getting all the required testing done, you know, which I do on my own anyway, but mm-hmm. it's just coordinating all that and having a trust between people, mm-hmm. you know, and, and then so it's easier, I want to say easier to do it with my current partner um, when that time happens because I know him, I trust him and he's not going to affect, you know, anything else in my life, like timing, <laughs> schedules
1: and mm-hmm. stuff. So be it that I mean I don't know necessarily where your lover live at or what have you, mm-hmm. um, it, it, and I'm not putting it out there so people yeah. can know. Camille, had to com- we had conversations out, out, off, 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 you know, off mic. Yes. Um, you kind of move into an area where it's a hotbed for porn anyway, so you yes. might have an opportunity to work with other male talent. Um, be it that your partner is with you, is he close off to that? Um, No,
0: he's not. We're actually in a polyamorous, uh, non-monogamous relationship, so he mm -hmm. supports anything I do,
1: whether personal or business. Now, with that segue, (laughs) (laughs) now, explain how being in a polyamorous relationship kind of helps being in the porn business in many ways.
0: Well, it So being polyamorous, it's my first time being openly polyamorous. I'm coming out of a 13 year marriage. um, That -hmm. was not good for my, my being. So, and then I met this person who was already in a polyamorous situation and he's shown me so many things that um, we can do that we can live separately (laughs) We Mm -hmm. don't have to be that codependent energy of having to clear everything with the other partner Mm -hmm. and be showing this, that we're already in an energy where we're okay with what the other partner does physically, you know, whether it be with Mm -hmm. another partner or with me being in the industry, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, he's, I don't know really how to explain it other than we're okay with everything we do. Because it's yeah. open and it's honest, and it's honest communication.
1: Yeah, That's because the because the thing about uh, being in a a a poly is that both parties must one get something out of it, and two must be comfortable with the other person getting something out of it. Exactly,
0: <laughs> exactly, exactly, and and it's the communication too. I mean, with any relationship, being romantic mm-hmm. or platonic, you've got to have that communication open. Um, you know, because you have to establish your boundaries and uh, establish, you know, what you want out of something because you can't just put that expectation on another person and not tell them. Mm
1: -hmm. So with that being said, um, is how can I put this? Do y'all bring people to your bedroom or y'all pretty much just keep it separate?
0: So we ha we so we live a few states apart like you and I discussed uh yesterday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um it's for us it's not all about the sex. It's about the connection and our love for one another because not everybody's used to the uh unconditional love that he and I have. Mm-hmm. So we don't usually bring other people into the bedroom when we're together. Mhm. Our connection is so powerful. It, it mm. there's no room for anybody else when we're together, and we're <laughs> apart. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's another thing. I have a play partner up here, mm-hmm. you know, where I am, and he does too. So mm. we can have that that separate energy and not have to mix each other's partners or metamors, as they're called.
1: Yeah, because I because I think because people automatically assume that when you in a poly that you and your husband. Y'all play together. Y'all go to swing events. And and not every poly relationship or marriage or wherever you 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 call it is like that. Can you speak to that?
0: Yes, actually. Um, I recently, uh, Willow Smith, uh, Jada and Will Smith's daughter, had talked about that. That the poly relationship is not all about sex. Yeah. Uh, for the most part, it is more about being able to express your love to different people in different ways because not everybody expresses love in the same way. So as much as I'm getting a lot of stuff out of this partner, out of this, my man, uh, my main partner, I have other play partners that I get more, um, I get different energy out of. Mm -hmm. So, and we talk about, you know, different things that I wouldn't talk about with my partner because it's Mm -hmm. not his interest. Mm -hmm.
1: So, um, and, and basically monogamy and I've been saying this, to mm-hmm. me monogamy is mental more than physical it's just us as yes. humans we make it physical
0: yes exactly and monogamy is the default of the society when yeah. poly is, is more flexible I was in a monogamous marriage and that wasn't
1: working it's funny when you find out things about yourself And that's what I always say it's about your mate adjusting to your changes.
0: Yes. And allowing those changes to happen. Yeah. And embracing them. Exactly. That's exactly it. You know, and both my main partner and I are kinky, and we, you know, my other partner and I are kinky, but we have different ways. So with my main partner, I do BDSM. Mm -hmm. With the other partner, I don't. It's more sensual.
1: So. So with that that being said, so with that, (laughs) um, you, like I said, not being in the game, how, where, what's next, where you want to take this? Like, like, to a certain extent, do you want to work with major companies? Do you want to keep it to an independent level? Where do you want, where do you see yourself taking the adult film industry?
0: Ideally, actually, I, I am inspired by Jenna James. She has been in the industry and kept it independent for
1: twenty oh, years. Hold on, hold on, hold on, <laughs> people. Jenna James, yeah. but she better get a Hall of Fame because this is like the tenth female that mentioned her yes. that an in interview. Now go ahead.
0: <laughs> yes, I would aspire to be her if I, you know, if I do keep going in the in this industry. It all depends on what the universe puts in front of me. I have no expectations. Yeah, if it keeps going long term, great. If it doesn't, then I'll move on to the next thing because I have a ton of backup passions that I do in my daily life.
1: Mm-hmm. So shoot. So with branding, um, how did you come up with Cat Vixen, and 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 how are you right now learning how to brand yourself?
0: Um, I'm just keeping myself authentic. So Cat is my real name; it's Catherine, uh, mm-hmm. but everybody calls me Cat. Phoenix, um,
1: Phoenix, I'm I...
0: sorry, Phoenix, I don't know why I said Phoenix. <laughs> <it>, my bad. <laughs> You're okay. It's, fe- so Phoenix, um, being, you know, the bird that rises from the ashes. And last year when I started this, I was rock bottom. Um, depression was taking over, anxiety was taking over. And when I came up out of this, when I started the modeling, I started to come up and, and reinvent myself into this more confident female. Yeah.
1: So and two, how doing porn actually help with your mental health? Because I do not realize sometimes porn actually helps mental health more so than hurting. It.
0: it does. For me it does because I've always been a sexual person. I've just never had the outlet to actually express it publicly. You know, I grew up in a Christian family. That sex wasn't a wasn't um anything that we actually talked about. So I'm able to express that through the Modeling through the nude modeling through the OnlyFans um, in a healthy healthy way.
1: Yeah, because um, because to me it's like one it helps with your confidence yes. because because did you know how much or how popular BBW stars were in the adult film industry prior to getting into this business?
0: No, I did not. And, and that's kind of what gave me the confidence when I started following more BBWs and seeing how popular we were, we really were. I was like, oh, hey, I can do this, too. Because like I said before, earlier in the interview, that growing up, you know, we big girls weren't supposed to be doing porn. We were always told that it was only always, you know, the thinner people that were the ones doing porn and doing modeling, um, because that's what society deemed beautiful.
1: Yeah, because it, well, a lot of ladies don't understand that Actually, we want to be honest, BBW was the first one that really had sites. BBW was the first one that was actually making money as content creators on porn. Mm-hmm. And it, it, it's kind of like people don't realize that that market has always been around. It just yeah. ain't nothing. No, it's just it's becoming more normalized and people becoming to like it more.
0: Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's becoming that more mainstream to where it's not a shock to see a big woman. Or BBW doing porn, being open with her body, you know, being confident.
1: Most definitely. So with you, I see that you you make yourself look good. I see you also make a point to 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 give variety in your content. Um, speak to you making yourself you you switching for, how can I put this? You're creating a sex symbol and where do you come up with the ideas for your content
0: um it's whatever whatever mood i'm in (laughs) really that's how my authentic self is i am a sagittarius and i love doing things spontaneously i love anything to do with sex (laughs) and whatever strikes my mood i do it and film it and that's pretty much how I keep my, my content authentic, real, and, um, differentiated.
1: Yeah. So shoot. So when you, um, like when you finally hook up with your, your, let me just say your significant (laughs) other, you know, (laughs) uh, like we know you're gonna do boy, girl, but, like, are y'all planning to do, like, try to take the boundaries, like, maybe do outdoor stuff? Are y'all planning to do role-play stuff? Uh, because be it that you are with this person and y'all doing content together, that way enable you to get a lot of content.
0: Yes. That is something we haven't discussed what we would be doing yet. Mm-hmm. I know I, I personally, as a kinkster, would love to explore outdoor play, Um you know, um, even like public groups like swingers clubs. We're both swingers. We mm-hmm. both met on the FetLife uh, website, so uh, we we have a lot of things we do want to explore, including group group stuff.
1: Mm. Yeah. So now, 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 um, here's another thing: what you doing, boy, girl? Did was something that you wanted to do. As far as boy girl, or did you feel pressure from fans to do boy girl?
0: No, no, that's all me. Okay. I am a hypersexual person, and 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 my preference is a person with with a penis um, or with a dick. That's my preference. I'm bi curious, but I, mm-hmm. I do prefer I do prefer men or pe- or a person with a penis.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, you know, uh, because that's more pleasurable to me.
1: Mm-hmm. So, shoot, so have you worked with other females? Or are you willing to work with other females with collabos? Um, yes. I mm-hmm. am.
0: I am. I have done, you know, multiple threesomes in my personal life with females. And that's been fun. it's, you know, it, mm-hmm. but I haven't had the chance to explore it further. I think that was, like, at least three years ago I started doing threesomes. So oh yeah, and so and it, had, it wasn't and, even how that
1: came about.
0: <laughs>
1: uh, how that came about? Um, I w-
0: met met a couple on um, a website um, similar to FetLife, and they invited me to you know hang out, and we ended up having a threesome. I was their unicorn, as it's termed, and it worked for a few months. Um, it was like just at the time I was getting out of my marriage. So, I was exploring everything I could sexually.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And <laughs> um, that, um, it was interesting. It was definitely interesting. I didn't actually play directly with the woman, um,
1: mm-hmm.
0: but I did, you know, touch her and, and do that stuff.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I don't know how much I, detail I can actually get into. Yeah. But
1: <laughs> oh, no, no. <laughs> like, again, all the detail you want. We want the detail. Go ahead. <laughs> So,
0: so it, I love a good pair of breasts. I will fully admit I love playing with another woman's breasts or mm-hmm. another person who has breasts. That I totally love and, and love being touched. It doesn't matter by who. I love being mm-hmm. touched and being the center of attention. So she was touching on me mm-hmm. and but where I wasn't really reciprocating other than her breasts and kissing her. <laughs>
1: um, <laughs> I, ain't got yeah. I ain't graduated there yet.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um and then we use toys on each other. So, mm-hmm. you know, I I am down for doing girl girl content, you know, if, mm-hmm. if if the opportunity arises. Um it's not something I'm seeking out, you know, but I do have a lot of female content creators I'd love to work with.
1: Now, would you ever attend a content party?
0: Yes, and- if it, if you know, if everything lined up timing-wise and travel-wise, mm-hmm. yeah, I probably would.
1: Mm-hmm. okay most definitely so um when it comes to your boundaries how do you how do you how important it is to express your boundaries to to your mate or what have you because a lot of times um ladies don't express their boundaries enough before they do shoots. please speak to that
0: okay that i can speak to personally and business-wise I um have no problem expressing my boundaries. I'm a very blunt person and will be upfront and honest with you. So there, you know, so those expectations are set and there's, you know, everything is clear and concise. So expressing my boundaries is not an issue at least for me. Um with my partner, with um my previous partners or and I've been approached by a couple of people in the industry and they've asked me my boundaries and mm-hmm. I've had no problem to expressing that to them
1: okay yeah because like i said even with dudes and i said this before we sometimes be scared to say shit and then when you hit that trigger moment the scene goes left quick
0: oh yeah no I'd i'd be i'd be the one to absolutely state my boundaries state what i can and cannot do um because i'd rather be up front with it Mm-hmm. You know, and I have no problem talking about anything sexually based. So mm-hmm. I would be um up front, probably the first one to talk about it to make sure <laughs> the other person knew what was gonna go down, you know, before we even started making content so we can make the best content, you know, mm-hmm. and get it done in one one or two takes.
1: <laughs> yeah, because I mean I ain't go front the best scenes when you straight through you ain't got to cut nut. Exactly. so so if if anyone tried to hit you up and want to do content trade or what have you what do they need to have in place how they need to approach you what they need to say to you for you to consider it
0: um just uh, approach me as uh respectfully as you can don't come through my dms on twitter saying hey i want to fuck you (laughs) <laughs> oh, God. And that, yeah because that's like t- a ton that's why i have on my twitter page no free chats. you know um but mm-hmm. i've had a couple of creators come come to me with that kind of you know oh hey let's just fucking trade content i'm like no that's not happening not with the way you came across me. you know, come across mm-hmm. me as a business person you know if we're looking to create content together and make money off of it come to me as this you know a business associate that's that's how I'd would, would want, and you know, mutual respect for what we would create.
1: So, when you're about to do a scene, let's say you're about to do a shoot, what have you? Mm-hmm. Where, where do your mind go when you're about to do the shoot?
0: Um, my mind goes to one where I'm positioned because my body can only do so much. Um, two, uh, making sure that everything is pleasurable for both myself and the partner uh so we can create that natural chemistry and energy in the recording um and just making sure everyone's on board in the room whoever if we're shooting privately Mm -hmm. then that's one thing but if there's other people there filming us to make sure they're on board on what we want you know to make sure everything Mm -hmm. is stated clear before even
1: starting Oh I hope yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> no, it makes perfect sense. You, you hit it right on the head. Now I'm gonna ask you a question. Do you do meetups?
0: No, I do not at this time. Just because I don't have the time, you know, in my personal life.
1: Okay. Okay. So. Yeah. Yeah. Now, there's something that you oppose to in the future, or and if oh. you did do meetups, what would be the circumstances for that? For fans to meet you up face to face?
0: It would be, you know. Uh, First, of course, payment is upfront. I wouldn't be doing it for free, um, yeah. uh, so so I am up for it in the in the future when my mm-hmm. life gets sorted out and calms down a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it testing would be my first go to. They would have to provide you know STI test results upfront before I would even book with them, mm-hmm. and um, you know we would I would express. My boundaries, and I would expect them to express the same and what their expectations were of what See, they wanted from me. Mm-hmm.
1: Do Do you think? Now I'm asking this question: Do you think meetups help your brand and increase your your money, or is the point that does that versus the meetups?
0: Um. That's a really good question that I don't have a definitive answer to. I see, <laughs> uh, I see, I see, you know, people like, uh like I mentioned, Jenna James, they do meetups with fans. And I've mm-hmm. seen, you know, a couple of other, the, the creators that we mutually, mutually follow do mm-hmm. meetups. And I think it's, I think it works for them because mm-hmm. they are more popular than I am right now, mm-hmm. you know, which is awesome. Um, <laughs> that's why I would probably wait until I was a little bit more well-known mm-hmm. to do so. Just because of what's in my DMs mm-hmm. too, is that it's mm-hmm. just random guys wanting just a free fuck. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, And I'm, so, I'm not down for that. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. Pussy never for free. Dick is, exactly. pussy never for free. <laughs> <laughs> Dick is free. And trust me, fellas, you can sit they and say, no, it ain't. No, no. fuck is just an is. It's for yeah. free. <laughs> They ain't got to spit a diving with us. All the time. They just <laughs> gotta make a phone call. We there. With a hard dick hand. I'm just being honest. Yup. <laughs> <laughs> so so it's like so um because like I said with with me, because like I said, when I got the business, things was k- kind of like, you know, different. Um, because you didn't have cell phone, you didn't have social media. Mm-hmm. Um which which social medias do you use to promote your, your content and your only fans and how have you figured out how to navigate each one? So you can get the most out of it.
0: Okay. So I pretty much left Instagram. Um, there's too much BS going on with them and they keep flagging my content, even though I'm fully covered. They keep attacking BBW women plus size models, yeah. anybody with extra skin or, you know, extra, extra bellies or whatever they attack um so i pretty much left instagram i'm mainly on twitter promoting my stuff um because you know facebook owning instagram i wouldn't go on facebook plus there's too much family on facebook so Mm -hmm. i don't know seeing seeing everything i have there um Mm -hmm. but yeah no twitter seems to be where i'm expanding the most i've made more connections with fellow content creators such as yourself um Mm -hmm. and uh, I've been able to get a couple more fans off of there because the retweets that uh, my fellow content creators do mm-hmm. for you know us mutually that that seems to be getting more views and more um, oh my god more more engaging, <laughs> that's the word I'm looking for oh my god yeah, um, yeah more it just it, it seems to be more engaging on Twitter than any other platform.
1: Well, I mean, for the most part, because Twitter they make too much money, and they understand where their where their bread is buttered because yep. sex workers use it a lot. Yep, um, and everything, and plus it plus, eventually, I know they were talking about doing super follows to where people can pay to get something like OnlyFans. Anyway,
0: yeah, I saw point. that the other day too. Yeah,
1: so that's why I said, trust me, nah, it's actually OnlyFans is probably thinking. <laughs> yeah. a, a lot of these companies about to be sad which way to do that. Trust is about to kill it. Absolutely. it's about to kill it. I, I'm not even going to front. So, <laughs> but um, but no, but but the only thing I know is from my experience, ladies, that do it all, make the most money. Mm-hmm. So, but you got to do it all in reason. That's why I tell them. Yeah. <laughs> so, <Yeah. laughs> so most definitely. So, tell everybody where they can find your content. Find you. And follow you
0: okay. Um, you can find me on Twitter personally at kittycat phoenix so k i t t y k a t underscore phoenix and it has all my links on there. But my two fan pages are only fans, same, same screen name and uh, on just for just for fans, so is it just for dot fans and mm-hmm. same screen name there. All my content uh, is on both platforms so. Just for fans is a membership and you get everything for one price where only fans is now free, but you're paying for the videos. Let's
1: see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There you go. And Miss Lady, <laughs> I plan to bring you back because I want people to see your journey awesome. in this business. That's why I want to bring you back. We're going to do some episodes. Have you become a smoke buddy? Because that's Absolutely. my co host. And uh, I want to say thank you for coming.
0: Awesome. Thank you.
1: Hold on before you click out. Okay. Life is a learned experience. What's the point of the experience you didn't learn anything? Smoke this over. Thank you for coming to the lounge, mama.
0: All right. Take care.
1: Take care.